Welcome to our Take Care Tuesday podcast. Today we have a special back to school episode for teachers. It's words of wisdom from HCDE's very own recently retired Dr. Victor Keyes. Dr. Keyes has over 36 years of various educational experiences from leading our academic and behavioral school West to strong leadership presence in the Houston community at Booker T. Washington High School and where it all started for him in education at Patrick Henry Middle School. Dr. Keyes is a professional motivator for students and for staff for the entire campus. The students' parents see him as an extension of the family because he supports them completely. Dr. Keyes has built you unique learning opportunities for students and unique work environments for staff. He deeply believes in going out to find the best teachers, provide them the best support, and retain the best teachers. Dr. Keyes knows that teachers are needed more than ever before. He preaches to us as educators that we are to understand that without the students, there is no us. So let's take a listen to Dr. Keyes. All right. Well, well, good afternoon, Dr. Keyes. I'm so happy I was able to get you on today. Well, I'm excited. Well, great, great. You have been one of my ones that I've been wanting to get them for a while, and I can't believe we haven't had you before. But that doesn't. This doesn't mean anything. There's more to come. That's right. Um, Today's topic is dealing with, uh, it's our back to school episode, and it's words of wisdom from teachers. And I really highlight you because it's teachers who I felt have an impact on other mm-hmm. teachers. I've just seen your work uh, since you were here, since I've been here for five years at HCDE, and it's just always the same. You always showed up the same. Mm-hmm. But here's the stats we're dealing with. As of October 2022, after the school year had already begun, of the U.S. public schools have at least one teacher vacancy. And this is based upon a national uh, limited data from the federal government of 2022. Of that 45%, 18% had one vacancy and 27 had multiple. Um, And the one, the campuses that are most impacted are high needs campuses, are high minority campuses. People are, are, are trying to, are doubling up to get into the the high performing campuses, Mm -hmm. but nobody's trying to get into the lower or the high needs campuses. Mm -hmm. So, because I want to share some wisdom to encourage and empower teachers who are going, who are in the work now, Mm -hmm. who have signed their contracts or showing up to go to school. Uh, They're not in those 45% numbers. They're in the 55 that stayed. Mm -hmm. So I want to give them some wisdom. And a couple of things I want to hit off with you first is, can you give me a quick educational roadmap on where you where you've been in education the beginning the middle and your best part yes well I've had a lot of experiences in education over my past 36 years uh, plus two years in the military um, I always wanted to uh, help students I always felt that I would be able to give back to someone uh, from you know from my experiences and my knowledge once I uh, got out the army uh, I needed a job and uh, mm-hmm. there was this place uh, Patrick Henry Middle School they had a, uh, a bunch of kids uh, that were uh, emotionally disabled. And according to the principal, uh, Mr. Bell, he was the principal at that time, they had run away about three teachers. And wow. so uh, I, um, I got out the army. I had a lot of experience. I had been a deputy sheriff. Uh, I had traveled the world as a soldier. And uh, once again, I needed a job. So I said, well, what do I have to lose? And um, I took the job. 
And lo and behold, I stayed there six and a half years. Uh, I grew to love those little kids, uh, those guys. Most of them were guys. I had one young lady in that class. And um, she was so challenging, man. If, uh, if the word even got out that uh, she thought about having a fight, I got a phone call from the principal's office and then uh, to make sure I had eyes on her. But uh, uh -huh. she later turned out to be uh, an employee for the district. And oh, wow. So, uh, I mean, and she still works for the HISD. So I'm really, really amazed and I'm really pleased at the work that we did as a middle school uh, teacher. And so then I, um, in education, if you want to move up in the world, you got to go back to school. So I just kept on going to school and I became a counselor and I really enjoyed that position. Uh, what, what was really amazing about that position was that uh, at Patrick Henry again, that uh, when I became certified, I had to work with uh, the sixth graders. And so I made a recommendation. I said, look, no one knows these little guys like me. Let's, uh, let's continue to, to allow me to work with these guys till they get through uh, middle school. So I had them in sixth grade, had them in seventh grade. Then I also had them in eighth grade. I got a chance to know them. And we had a, a bunch of oh, wow. five or six little, uh, little females. And there were several of them that had made honor roll for their whole entire middle school career. None wow. but A's and B's. And I ran across them probably 15 years ago. They were all young adults and we were all walking the track. And they remember me and uh, I just will never forget them. And then uh, once I got certified as a counselor, once again, I wanted to move up in the world, had to go back to school and get certified as a, as a mid-management uh, administrator. And I moved to Burbank uh, Elementary and there I was in charge of a large special ed population. Uh, and so we had students with emotional disabled, with autism, uh, that were visually impaired, uh, that were non-ambulatory, uh, early childhood program. And so uh, I grew to love that component of education. And I stayed there six years. And then mm -hmm. the opportunity came for me to go back to my alma mater, Booker T. Washington High School, which is the greatest high school in the world. <laughs> yeah, right here in Booker T. <laughs> and I had a chance to go back there and work with the special ed population, the magnet kids and the regular ed kids. And I got a chance to stay there for, uh, for about six years as well. Uh, and I worked with Mr. Wesley, who was known as the Dean of Principals. And he really groomed me to be a principal. And so we got to be so tight, you know, in these relationships. And uh, I mean, I never forget this. Uh, I went to him with a bunch of, uh, you know, maybe an issue or two, a bunch of issues rather. And he said, Keys, if I got to do all that work, why do I need you? And so, hmm. uh, <laughs> and so hmm. I, I, I maintained that, that whole philosophy. And so uh, after that, he had, I mean, every once in a while he had to pull me back in. And so I really learned to be a principal working with him. And I just cherished those moments. And I found myself uh, going over to his house and um, visiting with him one time when he was ill. I wound up calling him Papa. So we got to be real tight. And uh, then um, politics and God, or God and politics uh, got me to come to Harris County. And uh, at first uh, I said, man, God, are you sure? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, God and politics. And so when I got to ABS West, uh, we were at the old address of West Glen. And the building looked like a, uh, ooh, well, it was converted office space. And it had barbed wire fence that was rusty. And when I walked in, I said, God, are you sure about this? <laughs> the good law said, yucky, yeah, get on in there. Uh -huh. I ended up staying 15 years. And it was the best time I had in my life. And, uh, and I told someone here recently, that I, I really haven't worked in 36 years. <laughs> I've had a great time. And um, I owe a lot to my, my, my wife and daughter. 
my wife has, has known that I've been passionate about this, uh, this whole education business. And, uh, but my daughter is the one to get on me. Dad, it's Saturday. It's 10 o'clock. You should be at home. You know, I might be at a basketball game or something like that. And uh, I'm just thankful uh, for that support over the years. And I told someone this also that uh, I would go back and do it all again for nothing. But I have them that I have to take care of. So I needed the money. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been a pleasure. And then, you know, to get the over at ABS West. And for me, as a young man to uh, plan that school, to move into that school, to open that school, you know, to build that school what it is and then to move into it and then operate through a pandemic. I, you know, mm. I, that's for me, I need no more accolades. I need no more pat on the backs, but I take them though. But mm -hmm. uh, it's just been a, a blessing and uh, I'm really thankful. And uh, to be there uh, at that school was just really, um, for me, icing on the cake. Well, well, for our listeners, uh, give them a little bit of background on what ABS West, uh, the HCDE school, is about mm -hmm. and what mm -hmm. it meant to you. Sure. It's a special, uh, a special school. Uh, we work with students with autism and emotional disabilities, and we're about 50-50. Uh, when I got there, we started off about 65. And when I left three days ago, I've been retired three days now. Uh, <laughs> we had 125 students so we put a lot of work in and a lot of those kids were and districts were were recommended to us by other districts we didn't know advertising it's wow work it's the work that we you know that we did there and uh, the the growth that we uh you know that we made while we were there now we weren't perfect now we weren't perfect mm -hmm. but uh we educated kids uh, from basically five years old to 22 uh, we had a year-round program, and we got case involved with Dr. Carruthers the last mm -hmm. three years. And so when I was at Booker T, we had the robotics program. Mr. Wesley created that program in 1975, and it, it has grown to, to just, just proportions that are uh, out of this world because they've had uh, uh, projects and experiments on the space shuttle. And so um, at, at, you know, the last three years, I got involved with case and Dr. Carruthers would bring a team, the robots, the Ecobot okay. robots over. And then this year she bought some, uh, some little cubits. They call them cubits. Okay. Uh, like uh, alphabet blocks, but they're, oh, mobile. Okay. they're mobile. You can stack them. You can, uh, you can build them. And uh, we had one young lady, uh, uh, Deja from uh, one of the surrounding school districts. She got so involved with those, with those little cubits. And matter of fact, they took over the whole uh, challenge day this year. It was all about the cubelists. They forgot about the Echobot robots and they built the cubelists. <laughs> Even the adults got involved with it. And we had so much fun. And, uh, and Deja is, a, you know, she's a student with autism. She won the competition. Cool, <laughs> cool. Competition. I'm just so proud of her. And then uh, all those guys, all those little guys, um, when I was there, I, I was normally the first guy they saw in the mornings. And the last guy that saw me when he got on the bus. And so uh, I know them, I knew them all. They knew me. And uh, occasionally they would come up and give me a hug when they went upset. And uh, so that was that that was my why to go there every day to see those kids and, and for have them to see somebody that was always the same. And the, yeah. you know, they could count on me being there. And that's what I wanted to do. I want them to see somebody uh, because a lot of time our kids' home lives mm. are not the yeah. best. Right. You know, and so for me, ABS West, not only was a school for students with special needs, it was a, a hospital, uh, a counseling uh, arena, offered a counseling arena. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, detention center for those guys that tried to elope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the school all rolled up in one. And we also provided parental services too. Uh, we helped the parents out as much as we could every year. And we called them every month to check on see how they were doing. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a phenomenal place. I mean, it's a phenomenal yeah. feeling. And the interesting thing that I want to let the viewers know, I came here five years ago and I was able to see you at your other facility that it was more challenged with space and, mm-hmm. you know, having kids in the right place. And then I've been, I've been uh, able to see you guys move into the new space, which mm-hmm. is incredible. I tell all the listeners to go to HCDE. Uh, dash texas.org and take a look at our abs sites uh west went into a new building east is going into a new building this year and mm-hmm. they've just done a fantastic job at providing a great space but i know pat on the back i'm giving you because even though you were in that corporate center that it was very challenging as far as space the culture was the same when i went mm-hmm. out to the new building it wasn't the fact that you moved into new that you uh that you decide, you know, that you're, that you, you, you were going to change it up. You just brought that same culture into the new building and it just made it even better. So Mm -hmm. uh, kudos for you for, you know, for, for being in a tough spot, Mm -hmm. but not, not bringing down with the culture and the vibe of the building. So that was really cool. Thank you. Yeah, we took those lemons and made some sweet, sweet lemonade. And it was some good lemonade. Yeah, yeah. You had to guard the doors, but it was good lemonade. Yeah, yeah, but you know, so I'm kind of walking into this one, but I don't because I don't know what you're gonna uh, say for this. Did you have? I know you're three years, three days into your retirement. Yeah. Did you have a lot of people coming back, or have you got have ABS West lost a lot of people? Did you get no, no, no? The majority of them are going back. The majority, yeah, because of like you say of the culture that you know that we established. It It was our family. It was our family, and we all felt like family. You know, I would see them when they were you know, in, in the crisis situation, just like the kids, you know, I kept my door open at all times, not just for the students, but for the staff, mm. especially during the pandemic. Uh, we lost a lot of people. Um, uh, you know, my staff members lost a lot of relatives and, and, and things happened. And so uh, I did a presentation in Galveston uh, a few weeks back about, you know, leading in, you know, in this modern global economy. And, mm-hmm. and, and you had to change, you had to change and you had to, you know, be flexible and creating flexible schedule for people in order to survive because a lot of people, they needed that EPA and, and an ear, you know, an ear to listen. And we provided all those things. And, um, and, we, and we talked about teacher shortage, um, you know, and once again, I put up a lot of prayers. And mm-hmm. it seemed like every time that I needed a teacher, my prayers would come through. Um, and I, I, you know, and, and the superintendent says, you can do one or two things. You can post and pray, you can steal individuals, or you can grow your own. And I did all the above. Plus, <laughs> plus I went to universities. Uh, I didn't wait for those, you know, for those guys to graduate in December and May. I was there in November. I was there in May. And I remember I went over to AM and I forgot what the uh, what the hand signal was. I had the, <laughs> I had the horns up. <laughs> oh, no, no. Horns down, horns down. <laughs> horns down. Oh, I never forget that. <laughs> I never forget that. I had so much fun that day. Yeah, I drove up there. I drove to Sam Houston State. Uh, Sam Houston State, rather. I went to uh, Texas Southern University, Houston, Prairie View, and I had a great time. I had a great time. And we stole some people before they finished our, uh, you know, I had a young lady from AM that was already certified that had not graduated. Had to wait till uh, January if I could bring on board. 
And so uh, I did all the above. Plus, I went and got them before they finished uh, college. That that I mean, that's what I said. That's what I, I love about you. It's it's all action. You're all action. Yeah. You talk yeah. you talk about what we need to do, but then you take the action and proactive, yes. actually proactive in getting it done. Because yes. leading in the global economy was. I wish I, I I'm gonna see if I can find somebody who went there. If they hope they taped you because yeah. that is. That is phenomenal. We were having a discussion in our group today and they were talking about the teacher shortage. I said, but it's not something that we didn't know right. because baby boomers, it was, it's always been said that when the baby boomers retire, there's going to be a huge sucking sound because that's a large population that's going to leave a lot of vacancies. And the pandemic yes. didn't, didn't yes. help people. No, it didn't. It didn't. Uh, people kind of walked into it earlier. Yes. But um, I think the greatest compliment that that I would like to, that that this is how I do my job. I would like to make sure that I leave room to bring others in and have yes. them get the support that they need. We got to yes. build, we have to build our workforce. Yes, yes. We're, we're responsible for that. Yes. As we leave, we yes. should feel back. So that, yes. I really yes. appreciate you for that. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> so I want your words of wisdom to the teachers. So here's a uh, few questions I want to ask. Okay. What words of encouragement would you say to teachers today? Well, they are needed more now than, than, than ever before, you know, with the, with the pandemic, uh, with the situation, the, 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 the homes in which our parents uh, are raising our kids in, uh, the violence that is out there and uh, the activity that the social media and the social world is out there. Students need to know the proper way to exist in, uh, in, in, in an appropriate, uh, not only education environment, community and work environment. We need to train those young people uh, how, to, how to behave and how to act. Uh, I would say that, yes, this is a challenging job, but it is so rewarding. And it's rewarding because the, the more we pour into those students, the more they exalt. You know, they soak it in, they soak it in. And when we're out in the community, they'll see us before we see them. And wow. if we poured in and, and we sow some positive seeds and poured in some positivity into those students, when they see us, they'll come up and congratulate us and thank us and hug us, you know, and, and just appreciate what it is that we've done. Um, those, those moments are so uh, rewarding for me, you know, with the time that I put in to see a young man or a young woman and come up and say, I really appreciate what you did for me. And so, yes, it's challenging, but extremely rewarding. Hang in there. Um, you know, and, and for me, you know, we, we are in, uh, as educators, we have a, a unique schedule. Uh, and we mentioned that uh, we talked about, you know, teacher burnout. It seems that every time we get tired, guess what we get? We get a day off. <laughs> we, get a, we get a vacation. We get, you know, we get a, uh, uh, now some schools already started. We're going to get the, the weekend off uh, uh, for Labor Day. Mm -hmm. you know, a few days later, you know, we get some, some time off. And A-Leaf uh, has a great uh, uh, schedule. I think they have a, a week off every month. And so uh, that that helps out. And then, if you need the EAP, call, you know, call someone and talk to someone if you have some issues. And like I said, I kept my door open for any and everyone. And so um, that way, I think um, just sometimes people need, you know, have somebody to, to listen to them. And so mm -hmm. take advantage of those opportunities as well and just hang in there. And uh, before you know it, you know, you'll be, uh, it'll be spring, uh, spring break. Uh, we, yeah. Uh, we got past, you know, the Christmas uh, break, but then we'll have spring break. And then we'll be talking about this again next year this time. <laughs> okay. And, and you use the term in there. I just want to make sure the EAP. Who's, yes. What are the you defining that yeah. as? The Employment Assistance Program. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. You know, if you are, if you feel yourself getting overwhelmed and uh, you can't find out, you know, which way is up, take a break, take a break and give them a call and it's free. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think after time, they may be have a sliding scale, but they're there for us. And I've yeah. used this more in the past three years, uh, maybe four years than I have rest of my, all my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I have no problem, you know, giving that number out. Yeah. Yeah. And I've heard, I've heard teachers actually talking about it amongst each other as one of the coping me- mechanisms. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so the great words was, would you do it? What would you put a little bit differently for the new teachers? So those are your words, encouragement as teachers as a whole. Mm-hmm. If you're new and you're preparing to meet the diverse needs of the children mm-hmm. in your classroom for the very first time, what, is there something different you would give them or in yes. addition? Yes. In addition to that, I would say get, you know, get to that school early. The principal's there, you know, the secretary is there. Find out where your room is, get it organized, get it ready, and then walk down to the counselor's office and get a list of your students, you know, that you're going to have this school year. Once you get that list, call those kids, you know, talk to their parents and guardians, tell them about, you know, the good things and, and, and the great things that you're going to do this school year, what you expect from the students, get to know those kids. Now, and the reason why you want to get those parents involved is because we cannot raise them. We can Mm -hmm. only educate them. But if you front load those parents about anything that's positive and or negative, oh man, that's half the battle. So yeah, get there early, prepare your room, ask list, you know, call Mm -hmm. them, talk with the students and their parents, and then, you know, go down to the the book room and get your books. Get your <laughs> lesson plans, get all, have all that stuff ready. So on the first day of school, when they walk in there, they know it's business. And believe me, uh, I just believe that uh, the kids that are showing up these days, they want to learn. And yeah. Prepared, you know, to, to have a, a code of operation, uh, standard operations uh, for the first day. Uh, and you have everything set up for them. They're going to appreciate that. And then you'll find them, you know, hey, look, man, we got Mr. Johnson here. He's trying to help us. You better behave. So they'll start policing themselves. And that'll make life so much fun, so much easier for everyone. Those kids really love being in the classroom. And that, and we had some classrooms that I would go in uh, when I was a principal and I said, man, if I was a kid, I would definitely want to be in this class. You know, all the things that the text on the road, on the board and all the you know, posts, mm-hmm. words of inspiration. So yeah, get to know those kids before the school starts. I, and I love your about front loading the parents yes. because being in the classroom and I know I've said it and I had to work at to work and making myself be more positive about it. Mm-hmm. But front loading parents with information is important because parental involvement, people say, well, the parents don't come. Well, it's up to us to make That's sure right. that they get involved. And it's, it's, right. it's, and it's, it's a hard task and you have to put it, you have to keep putting it on yourself. Otherwise yes. you'll take the easy road out. It's easy not to call them. Yes. 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 It's easy not to call. Yeah. And then, you know, and to, to get those parents even more involved, you know, um, go talk to the principal about, you know, having some programs. And mm-hmm. if you have some program, those parents are going to show up to see their kids. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, great. Mm-hmm. Great. So I'm going to, um, when I started this, just for the listening audience, I told Dr. Keys, we start these things, they were going to keep them 10 to 15 minutes and they always run over. <laughs> so I'm going to try and keep this within this, within this, uh, within this time frame. And I had asked you before, and I know it was real quick, what inspirational quotes can you leave us with uh, for our audience? Well, we had, we had a lot of mantras and, and mottos at ABS West. And one was the, 
that really made sense for us is that we sold seats to districts in the, in the district center of these kids. And mm-hmm. so one thing that we would say, regardless of how challenging those students are that we had, without them, there is no us. Now think about that. If there are no students in the school, hmm. why would we need a school? Why would we need teachers? So it benefits us to get those students, to pour the positivity in there, to train those students, teach those students to be successful. Because once again, when they get out into the community, they'll see you before you see them. I love that. So without them, there is no us. That's correct. And I like, they'll see you before they, before you see them. That's correct. That's correct. Okay. okay, I like that. Well, Dr. Keys, again, uh, I appreciate you accepting my invitation and coming on and just dropping those jewels. Uh, I know there's a lot of things that I have in my heart that I want to uh, tie into school safety with everything that you're about as far as taking care of our special needs kids and keeping everybody safe. So we'll have you back. Okay. Uh, And uh, thank you so much for your time. Thank you and have a great one. Okay, you too. All right, God bless you and the audience. Uh, Okay, thank you so much. Thank you, Dr. Keys. First off, just for being you, for being passionate, and for keeping your door open to educators for wisdom and advice to help provide that support and guidance as we continue to educate children. I would like to sign off like I always do. Remember to stay safe, stay secure, and take care. See you next time.